Who is cheating who? Episode 68. Welcome to the Awaken You podcast, where we break down relationship barriers by awakening your true you. I'm Coach Christine, and the two of us will be doing this work together because this process isn't about changing your partner. It's about discovering who you are so you can awaken you in your marriage. Hello, Awaken You listeners. You know what? At the time of this episode release, I will just be getting home from a wonderful four-day getaway in Colorado with 11 incredible women. I actually only know one of them fairly well and another I've met a few times. So I'm getting ready to go and I am so excited. Next week, I will be sure to share all of the things about that trip. I'm so looking forward to it. To those of you in the United States who were able to enjoy a three-day weekend, this Memorial Day weekend, I'd love to hear what wonderful happiness you created for yourself and what you did to create that happiness. Maybe you followed through on my prompting last week to download my Abundant Love mini course, and maybe you started working on doing the work of excavating those thoughts about your marriage, and you started your new love list. Now, that would make for a very happy weekend. Maybe you were actually able to implement the coursework this past weekend, and you started redirecting those old thoughts that aren't serving you, and you noticed a little extra feeling of freedom. So fun. I'd love to hear from you if you did that work. And if you haven't downloaded the course, come on, click on the link already in the show notes. Get yourself on this journey. This week, I want to talk about what happens when we have thoughts that lead us to believe that our spouse might have an interest in the liking of someone other than you. It might be a vibe you get when they talk about that person or when you're around that person with your spouse. Maybe it's as simple as this, or maybe it extends out into other out-of-the-norm behaviors like working late, spending less time at home than they usually do. What else? My goal in this episode is for you to start noticing what is happening inside of you and help you to decide if what you are experiencing is your intuition speaking to you or if it's something else like maybe fear and then take a look at who is cheating who in this situation that you're trying to navigate through. All right. So let's start with looking at an example scenario 
to help you settle into what I'm leaning into and to help you search your mind for a similar situation in your own life to use as a parallel so that you can take this work, bring it into your life and help you get unstuck if you're stuck in this thought storm. I am going to help you take a look at the thoughts and feelings that might be swimming around inside of your body, inside of your brain, while then helping you decide if this is your intuition or a mixture of fear-based emotions, or possibly a combination of them all. And then after we sift through what you might be going through, I will help you decide how you want to move forward from cheating yourself and creating disconnection in your marriage to what you want, which is creating more of that connection, right? So let's start with a possible scenario. Let's imagine there is this certain person. Let's go with this person being a coworker. Maybe this person has been brought up in conversation by your spouse. And to you, it seems like they've been brought up more often than you deem necessary. And maybe at awkward times where it seems awkward that we would be talking about this person. Maybe you've noticed that when you're around the two of them, if you have that opportunity or have had that opportunity, that there is what you might call a connectedness. Is that a word? I'm using it. That feels a bit uncomfortable to you. Let's pretend that you have maybe done some work on letting go of distrusting your spouse and you have gotten to a comfortable place when it comes to worrying about what your spouse is doing, are they cheating on you? But this time feels different. And even if you haven't gotten to this place of self-trust, because trust me, it is a journey. I don't know that we are ever 100% trusting ourselves. I don't think that that can happen as a human because there's always that fear base that we have that's installed in our equipment to help protect us. It's there on purpose. And you don't like what you are imagining about your spouse in this person. Maybe the old you would have been rude to the coworker, accusatory towards your spouse. Maybe you would have stalked them, stalked their social profiles, their messages, their email. Maybe you've grown beyond that magnetic mental pole of this suspicion and you're not allowing yourself to go down those rabbit holes, but your brain keeps setting off the warning sirens. You can't get away from it. For those of you who have done some self-trust work, maybe you have noticed that there have been other times when you witnessed your spouse, I'll just call it flirting. That's a thought, right? We get to decide if they're flirting or not. And you probably wouldn't even have called it flirting in this case where you're not feeling threatened, 
right? You might be looking at it as cute or you know, maybe you do think it's flirting, but you're not feeling threatened. But this time feels different and you don't know what to do with the mental load these circumstances are bringing to you. So what exactly is going on here? Why can't we let it go as we have with others? Or why can't we let it go, period? Like maybe we've never been able to let it go. Is this our intuition telling us that there is something wrong and we need to pay attention? We need to protect ourselves. What do you do with all of the things that are coming up for you with this new challenge that you've been presented with that your brain is alerting you to? Is it just your old fear? Your self-preservation coping mechanisms kicking into gear? and you just need to squash them? When we do the work of recognizing and letting go of our old coping techniques, a whole new set of circumstances come up for us to deal with. We have ourselves and all of the things that come up when we are being alerted that something might be wrong, that something might be out of the normal. Our brain goes on high alert. Now we are in the position to do the work of looking at what is happening to us, listening to the emotions that we are feeling and seeing what information they have for us, then deciding how we want to move forward with this obstacle that we're bumping up against, while always remembering that self-growth work does not mean that we will never deal with an uncomfortable situation or that will automatically be able to brush them off as no big deal. I don't believe that we want to brush them off as no big deal. What self-growth does is it helps us to see the warning signs as information that we need to process and make decisions about. So let's look at how to do that. What is happening inside of us? So before you start reacting to the emotional whirlwind going on inside of you, it is so important to take a look at those emotions and evaluate why they are there. I think the very first place to start when we are feeling overwhelmed with the emotions and ruminating thoughts is, hello, (laughs) to book a session with a coach who will help you sort through what might be happening for us. Then of course, you know that you can do that by going to my show notes, right? And scheduling that for yourself. And until that time that you feel bold and brave enough to do that, or between now and when you scheduled that session, we do not want to ignore the warning signals because they're not going to disappear. They will just keep knocking until we answer that door. The first place to start is becoming aware of what is happening inside of you. Instead of relying on those old responses that will have you withdrawing, ignoring them, smothering them, fighting with them, what's your flavor? 
or maybe it's a combination of all. Then I suggest you start writing. Get out a notebook and write down anything and everything that is coming up for you. All the nasties, get them out on paper. This is that cleaning out the junk drawer exercise that I talk about so often. It is going to help you see those thoughts swirling around in your mind and allow you to be able to take a look at them and evaluate them and decide if you want to believe them or if they're just causing you undue pain. That Abundant Love mini course, that course does a great job explaining what a thought download is, how to do it, and then your next steps. How is that for another another encouragement to download that course? And then from here, you're going to look at how those thoughts are making you feel. What emotions are coming up for you and why are they there? You don't even need to look at each thought in your downloads to determine the emotions you're experiencing. You can simply do a brainstorm of emotions. Just start writing down what you think you're feeling and to start seeing what is happening inside of you, why you are feeling the way you are feeling. As you relax into this exercise, you might see a lot of different emotions showing up for you, which is good. It will help you see why you are experiencing this emotional storm, right? So if you have this list of multiple emotions, and maybe you don't because you really don't know what you're experiencing, that is okay. Take some time by yourself to close your eyes and think about how some of these emotions articulate themselves in your body. And if you don't know how to name them, just take time to close your eyes and check in with your body. What is it feeling? Maybe it's feeling numb. As you learn what emotions you are feeling, you'll start to listen to those emotions and get information from them. There might be some emotions like anger, distrust, jealousy, envy, sadness, betrayal, fear, unworthiness. What else? I highly suggest you do the practice that I share in episode 23, which is how to process emotions. And in that exercise, you will discover what emotions you might be experiencing. So you can go into that exercise knowing the emotion, or you can go into that exercise not knowing what you're feeling, and the exercise will help you better understand what you're feeling. You may not even be able to name it at the end of the exercise, but you'll be able to identify with how it's showing up in your body a little better. And then once you have an idea of what emotions are swirling around inside of you, then you can start asking yourself questions about why you're feeling the way you are. You can start asking yourself how you want to show up in this situation so that you can serve your highest self instead of tearing yourself and your partner down. Take some time to process what is going on for you. 
trust that the answers will come to you in the process. Through all of this work that I'm sharing with you, you might start questioning your intuition. Is this my intuition or is it old fear-based feelings that are coming up to protect me? And if you have been on the journey of building self-trust, then I would encourage you to consider that your observation could be valid. What you're feeling could be true. And that, yes, your intuition is onto something. But that does not mean you need to go into old fear-based actions of fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. You have the steps to start processing this on your own so that you can create awareness in order to move forward from a place of love and compassion for yourself instead of self-preservation. Inspiration, wisdom, and insight come when we are feeling that love and peace for ourselves, not when we are instinctually protecting ourselves. Pause and do the work of asking yourself questions. Watch how you tend to want to fall into old coping mechanisms and constantly remind yourself that you are safe, that you are loved, that you are listening to yourself while asking yourself what it is you need right now. Breathe and let your intuition bring you answers. In last month's Marriage Masterclass, one of the three action steps I shared was to start paying attention to the emotions you experience on a daily basis. This exercise created awareness of what our go-to emotions tend to be. And in next month's Marriage Masterclass, we will discuss conflict. I am going to share what I want you to start doing with these emotions that you've discovered. So make sure you get yourself registered for that class. It is June 9th, second Thursday of the month, every month, 5 p.m. Central Time, where I am going to show you how to change your marriage without changing your spouse and will work through conflict. Now, who exactly is cheating who? Back to why we are here. What I have discovered as I help my clients through these sort of situations and looking at my own lived experience is that what we are actually doing while fighting all of these thoughts and emotions that crop up for us during these situations, what we're actually doing is cheating ourselves. We let our minds run wild with scenarios of what might be happening. We withdraw we lash out or we smother our spouse while telling ourselves awful stories about who we are. We cheat ourselves of being able to learn something about ourselves during the experience because we're so focused on them, on what they're doing. And if they're cheating on us, if they're treating us wrong, we're so concerned about what they're doing and what it means about our own lovability that we forget to look inside and do the work of learning how to love ourselves harder. Instead, 
we suck ourselves dry, spinning in our thoughts and emotions and never learn how to move forward from this situation. We create more disconnection in our marriage than the connection we are working so hard at achieving. This emotional experience that is in front of you is an opportunity to notice the tendency to want to spend all of your energy focusing on them, thus avoiding what is happening inside of yourself, which I am calling cheating yourself. Instead, turn your focus towards yourself. Honor what it is that you're struggling with inside. And when you do that, you will discover how you want to handle the situation that you find yourself arguing with. Your intuition will come out loud and clear. And by the way, focusing on them is a way to just avoid what is happening inside of us. And that is how we create disconnection. We have to first, this is from Brene Brown, straight from her book, Atlas of the Heart. We have to first connect with ourselves before we can connect with others. All right, so let's look at moving forward. Now, how do you move forward from this emotional spiral That comes when we're worried about our spouse having desires for someone else. So I shared several steps so far. And the first place I want you to start is by discovering a loving self-compassion practice for yourself and what you are experiencing. When you can tell yourself that you're here for yourself, that you love you, that you are listening to you you will find that your mind and heart open up to a better understanding of what you are experiencing. Hello, intuition. And from that place, you create power for what you want to do moving forward. You create the power that you're so wanting. And from this place, you will generate more loving self-compassion and understanding. See, it's a cycle. You work on the love and self-compassion and understanding. And as you do that work, you generate more of it. Next, you can start looking at how you might want to show up and why you aren't able to show up in the way you want. Last week's episode, number 67, three reasons why you might not be doing what you want to be doing in your marriage will be super helpful for recognizing why you're stuck and helping you take those baby steps towards showing up the way you want to show up, showing up in a way that honors you instead of betraying you. From here, you might also decide that you want to share an open, vulnerable conversation about how you are feeling. If you're ready to take this step, it will be important that you have gotten yourself to a place where you're not blaming them for how you're feeling, but instead are able to share honestly how you are feeling because of what is going on inside of you. Being able to share about what you are experiencing, why you are feeling this way, and feeling confident asking hard questions. Always remember that you are sharing what is going on inside of you, not how their actions are creating this feeling for you, not how it's their fault. 
You are always creating your own feelings, whether they are old learned emotions or ones that you're conjuring up on your own from this situation. Share your fears and insecurities from a loving place. And always remember that how they react has nothing to do with you, but that you can ask for your space and time and for them to hear you out, hear your reality, your experience, then being able to share that you want that time to share what is going on for you, that when you're ready, there will be time for them to share their side of what they want to say. Sometimes we feel a bit insecure in our marriages, especially when things don't seem to be going as well as we want. When we start doing this work of changing our marriage without changing our spouse, these insecurities bring in a whole new dynamic because we're putting a lot of energy into building the relationship that we want. And the hope and promise I want to leave you with today is this. The work you are doing will never serve you poorly. It will always make you stronger, more powerful, which will always serve you in every area of your life. You are building a stronger, more trusting relationship with yourself which gives you distance from the things other people are doing in their own life and builds confidence in your decisions to move forward. Your decisions based on your values that keep you from betraying yourself. Now remember that as you do this work that I suggested today, you will start to separate out the facts from the stories that you're telling yourself about what is going on. And as you sort those things out, you will see what is under all of those stories. And from that open space, you will be able to clearly hear what your intuition is sharing with you and trust in the steps you choose to move forward. I hope that this has helped at least one of you out there, if not hundreds and hundreds of you, those of you who might be struggling with trusting your partner right now. And if you have any questions or you want to get some help with what you're working through, then please schedule a free mini session where I will help you work through whatever is going on for you and help you plan your next steps so that you can find some inner peace, hear and believe and trust your intuition and move forward. I love you all. Ciao. Thank you for listening to the Awaken You podcast. If you enjoyed listening, then you have to go check out Awaken You, my one-on-one coaching program where we take all of this material and we apply it to your life, we study it, and we take it to your next level so that you can awaken you in your marriage. For any questions, comments, or coaching issues you'd like to hear on the podcast, please visit me on my website and together let's awaken you. (laughs) 